What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Mix and chop and put it in the pot and make it nice with herbs and spices. Oven baking, pepper shaking. Add a drizzle, make it sizzle. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Hey, it's me, Flory. Welcome back to What's for Dinner. We have a really special recipe for you this week, saltfish fritters, which are really popular in the Caribbean. These little puffs of goodness are so packed with flavour that your taste buds will properly freak out in the best way possible. Eliza and Louis live in Dublin with their mum Santos, who is from the island of Montserrat in the Caribbean, which has lots of historical connections to Ireland. Give it a Google, it's really interesting. One thing I need to tell you before we start is that these fritters are cooked in oil on a hot pan, so you have to have an adult helping you. Okay? Cool! As for the other ingredients, you'll need 350 grams of dried saltfish, three spring onions chopped, half a red pepper chopped finely, one teaspoon of fresh thyme leaves chopped, two teaspoons of fresh parsley chopped, one teaspoon of garlic powder, a pinch of black pepper, two cups of plain flour, two tablespoons of baking powder, one to one and a half cups of cold water, and vegetable oil for frying. So, let's make some saltfish fritters. What better way to start than finding out just what saltfish is? Here's Eliza, Louis, and their mum, Santos. You know what's the difference with the fish? It comes full of salt. That's why they call them saltfish fritters. Mm, I love salt. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Why is it salty? Because you know the way we have fridge and freezers now? And you can just put your food in the fridge and it doesn't go off and go all yucky. When you have a saltfish back in the old days, they didn't have a fridge or freezer and they had to bring things from one place to the other by a boat for weeks. So they used to have to put salt on the fish to make the fish stay good inside in the middle. And that's why... We still use it now, but people just get used to it. It's really delicious. Wait, wait, can we lick the salt? Yes, you can, but most people don't. Because too much salt isn't good for you, but I know you would if you got if I wasn't looking. <laughs> I'll eat all the salt in the house. I know you would. Anything salty. <laughs> well, I like sweets too. After school... She never got home because she was always eating mangoes. What are they on the trees? The mangoes? Yeah, how did you get those? I'd pick them and you know what? I'll tell you a story about the mangoes. So one day there was a mango and we were watching it for the whole week but I thought I was the only one watching this mango and every day it'd get a little bit riper and riper. It was getting yellow and juicy and I said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick that and bring that to my teacher. And I did. But I didn't know my aunt was also watching the mango. And she was so angry that I had to hide and go and find another one to bring to her from somebody else's garden to say thank you. Because in Montserrat, mangoes grow like apples. They just grow and fall and rot. But she had a special mango tree that gave the sweetest mangoes in the world. Mmm, I can taste it now. 
but I gave it to my teacher. Sometimes I used to climb the trees and get the best ones at the top. <laughs> how, how can we make it? What's the method? You have to put the flour, the salt, all the bits and pieces into a bowl with a little bit of water. Mix it, mix it, mix it. Mix, and mix, then you have to mix, put it on a spoon, a big spoon, and then scoop it off with a little spoon and it drops into the eye like And then it pops out into little balls. How can it pop out into little balls? Because there's baking soda, there's baking soda in it. And that makes it go big and puffy, like a puffer fish. Yeah. yeah, we boil the fish because then I know some people would be sad if we boil the fish because the salt kind of leaves it. But for most people, we don't mind boiling the fish. So the fish is cooked before it goes in. But you have to boil it three times. You boil it, throw the water off. Why? Why are you putting water in it? Because you boil it, throw the water off, so all the salt, it doesn't stay salty because there's a lot of salt. I think he's caught in it. In yeah, half. I'm flaking it out, so. I was trying Did to. Did you taste it? it? I was trying. You should try and taste one, little Eliza. Hmm. Salty. Is it still salty? Mm. You're in heaven? No. Oh, it's too salty. It's all gone. Jesus. Surprise, surprise, saltfish is really salty. As Santos mentioned, the salt is used to preserve the fish, so we don't need all of it in there when we're cooking with it. It would just be way too intense. So, to prep the saltfish, pop it in a pan or tray and cover it with water. Gently bring that to the boil, drain it, then rinse the fish with cold water. Have a taste, and if it's still too salty for your taste buds, just like Eliza's, just repeat the process until you're happy with the flavour, and then set it aside to cool. Once it's cooled down, just flake the fish and get ready to mix it with all the other ingredients. If you think using salt fish might be a bit too tricky for you, that's okay. You can use any flaky white fish for this recipe. Just bake it, flake it and off you go. But you will need to sprinkle a pinch or two of salt to add to the flavour. Okay, let's head back to the kitchen and see if the fish is just salty enough for Eliza. Taste it now. Okay. You're my taster. Too salty. It's not too salty. We need a bit of salt in it. It's kind of salty. Okay. Do you know what we're going to do now? Yeah. We're going to... Do you know? You said yeah. What are we going to do? No, I said yeah. What are you going to do? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. Sunshine rising. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so will I show you what we do first? Yeah. Okay, I'm pouring the flour into a bowl so the flour goes in. Okay, then we're going to put some peppers in the bowl so the peppers are so finely chopped that you won't even taste them, except you might taste a little bit of flavor. Then we're going to put some bacon powder in there, throw that in there. Did you taste that? Yeah. It hasn't even been cooked yet. <laughs> okay, there's the scallions in there now. So the spring onions. And then we're going to put some thyme because in the Caribbean, there's almost no dish that we don't put thyme in. Thyme is when you do something and the sun sets. And you know what time is it? 
Well, thyme is also a herb that you put in food and it makes it extra yummy. Why is the thyme popular in the Caribbean? Because years and years ago, they used to want to know what can we put in our food to make it tasty and we can grow. And they use loads of herbs, but thyme liked growing over there a lot. And then before long, everybody wanted a little bit of thyme in their food. That's why mommy has a plant out the back because everybody from the Caribbean has a... What are you doing? A, why do you put that in? A little bit of pepper goes a long way. A little bit of pepper and a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar and a... And shake it all about. Hey, you made that up? Yeah, I made it up. I just made it up when when you were sleeping or, okay, or walking. It's all mixing now. It's mix it, mix it, mix can it. I see, can I see, can Come I see. and have a look. It's so pretty. Kind of looks like nachos. It's nacho cheese. I think I smell like a little bit of salt. Okay, so now that all the ingredients are mixed together, it's time to cook the fritters. Remember, you need to get an adult to heat the oil and stay with you at the pan for this bit. Hot oil gets super sizzly, so best to stay safe. Right, time to cook the fritters. Let's go! So first thing we're going to do is we're going to turn the oil on and you never turn on oil without your mommy being present, sure you don't? Um, mommy? Yeah? I, I made coffee for dad. Wow. And I didn't pour myself. Look at my hands. <laughs> I just put a little milk on it. When you tried it, something happened. What? His heart exploded. Did it? Because it was so good! <laughs> This, this pan does not play. It's a cast iron pan, and when it's hot, it's hot. And look at what's gonna happen now. What? You're gonna put it in. <gasps> look at that. Can I do it? You, you can. Wait, wait, wait. <gasps> well, mommy has to move a little bit fast, okay? See? Okay. Oh, and then this is the little one you did. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite cute. That was ready. Isn't it, is, it? it is quite cute. Oh, that's so cute. When they're cooked, you don't want all the oil to stay in them. So what you do is you put them on a tray and the tray, all the oil drops into the bottom of the tray. So we don't eat all oily food then. We just eat yummy food. Oh, it's sizzling good, isn't it? Yeah. Sizzle, sizzle. What are we going to eat with this? Ketchup and mayonnaise, and we're going to make cayonnaise. <laughs> mm. good. Is that a good one? Mm. Cayonnaise with ketchup and mayonnaise? Mm. Oh, you wouldn't like this, Louie. I love eating whatever I see. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. Sit down, please. Okay. You want some, Eliza? Mm. Mm -hmm. Ketchup and mayonnaise on top of it. I love that. Okay. I want some ketchup and mayonnaise. Kind of good. <coughs> what do you mean kind of good? Yeah, kind of good. That's a good one though. Yeah, I think I only like the mayonnaise. Thanks, Eliza. <laughs> Thanks. What do you think, Lou? 
thumbs up. Thank you. I like it. <laughs> Tough crowd, Santos. Although I know both Eliza and Louis left clean plates behind. So clearly they love these saltfish fritters. I've tried them and they're one of my favourites. It's a great recipe too, because you can experiment and add other ingredients if you like. I popped a wee bit of chopped chilli into mine and they were nice and spicy. I don't know about you, but I love hearing Santos talk about the mangoes of Montserrat. It got me thinking that I might make a mango salsa to go with these fritters next time. Fruit and spice taste amazing together. If you try these fritters, I'd love to hear how you get on and what ideas you have for serving suggestions. Just email junior at rte.ie. Join me next time when we'll be out west to make a souped up chicken soup. You can find our recipes so far at rte.ie slash kids. What's for Dinner is presented by me, Flory Flanagan. Our banging original theme tune is by Hugh Fowler. Production is by Jan Lanagon.